curious. I'm always curious, the people listening to this podcast, if I sound like a dude. You know, that's a big insecurity of yours, isn't it? No, no, no. I. Is that the first time you brought this up? No, it's not the first time I bring it. Because it's constant. It's constant reminder. For me, you don't sound like a dude. But it's because you know me. But here's the thing. Um, and you're not going to believe this, but it's true. Men love women with manly voices. Let's, cl- let's dissect that no, real it's quick. True. It's true. I don't think that's true. Like, like a, if a woman has like a smoker man voice. Men find that attractive? Yeah. It's, it's like sultry, you know? Sultry. Like, it sounds like she can sing, but you know I can't fucking sing, right? It's going to be like... Your voice sounds like with, like, you know, some Yep, have you, you called me in the morning? Have you called me in the morning? You don't think I sound like a dude on the phone? Guys would rather have a woman with like a manly low voice than a high pitched child voice. You know, shrill. Sounds like a child. Yeah, that's creepy. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. If, so, I don't so if I had a choice, they're like, let's go with manly, sultry voice. Do, but if, you, if you do, it's not a problem. I want to take it to the audience. So if you guys are listening, yeah, that's you, one. Of, that's my first questions. I want to know because. If anything, I feel like I have a, a nasally. No, you have a man voice. You have a masculine no. voice. I feel like I'm a nasally voice. I get mistaken as a man, man voice. Shut up. Oh, see, I knew that. I was going to say, there's no way they could mistake you. They're like, ma'am, ma'am. You're like, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I still sound like a dude. No, like, I got a, a phone call from a bill collector, and they were like, sir, can you repeat that? Sir, can you repeat that? And I was like, you know what? I don't appreciate you calling me a sir when I'm a ma'am. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. What do you want me to call you? Um, PX Floro? Yeah, PX Floro would be nice. You know, just my name would be nice. Then she took my payment and then she fucking hung up on me. I was like, this fucking bitch, because I started complaining. (laughs) I was like... (laughs) You know why she hung up on you? She was jealous of your voice. I don't know about that. I think she feels threatened by my voice. (laughs) She's like, this person sounds like she's going to rape me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but I just I don't know. Yeah. I, I it's constant. So like I'm not insecure about it. I'm like embracing it now because I'm trying to get more jokes out of it. You know, like my third ex husband, his voice was like, I swear to God, his voice was higher than mine. Are you attracted to guys with higher voices than you? Uh, I don't think it's a, even a thing. Like I don't even like pay attention to it. Really? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't pay attention to it. Like, if, if a guy came up to me, to you, he's hella hot, you know, big dick and everything. B- but he sounds like Mickey Mouse. That'd be a problem. Oh. That'd be like Mike Tyson. I mean, I don't think Mike Tyson's yeah, hella Mike fine. Tyson. I, I don't think he's hella fine, but I, I, would, I, would I date him? No, probably not. Because of his voice. No, not because of his voice, because he bit well, people's well, ear off and he's a, girl, well, he's a wife beater. But Mike Tyson's not, not fair, because not only is he... <laughs> like, 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 it's not fair. Also, he has like a, a weird... He's a shitty history too. No, no, no. Like his, his speech is. His oh yeah, he had the. He had the. the he thought I did. Yeah. Because my name's Mike Tyson. What did you say? What? CT. A lisp. Oh. So we get punched in the brain a lot. Yeah. Your 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 linguistic skills get. It sounds like you're drunk. That's why they call it punch drunk. Wait, but I thought he was always like. That didn't he always talk like that? I mean, he's been a boxer for how many years? No, when he was younger. If you, if you see his videos when he was younger, younger, he's like still, like still high pitch. Yeah, but not like 
that, with the lisp. The lisp but funny voice. And, that, and that's pretty common with a lot of boxers is when they get older. They start talking with a lisp. They start talking with a lisp. Really? Did Muhammad Ali wrong. talk with it? Does Muhammad Ali talk with a lisp? I don't remember him talking with a lisp. Oh, Muhammad Ali was the greatest. He didn't get hit in a lot. Oh, that's so, true. Touche, my friend. Touche. How about Oscar De La Hoya? He talked like this. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he's been caught dressing in women's clothes. I wouldn't I would I would look rich, past that. I, I would look past that. I don't even care about him like, being rich. He just does he know how to treat a woman. But he has that Mickey Mouse. I'd be fine with that. You'd be fine with that? Yeah, I mean listen to my voice. I can't change my voice, and a lot of people tell me like I have really? a really deep you voice. You wake up every morning to some guy sound like, Hello. I would not wake up to any guy in the morning. <laughs> no, I wouldn't wake up to any guy in the morning. To any guy? Yeah, I don't wake up to any men in my bed in, in the morning. Maybe women. That's that's an opening, ladies. If you're listening, I'm just kidding. That's scary. <laughs> I was like, because I heard they're just as bad as men. <laughs> Well, you said you had a great show, though, in oh, yeah. so, in Mandesto. Uh, I, I, I want to sleep. I, I just woke up, and I, I, I want to sleep. In case people wonder when do we record these, we typically record these in the morning, in the morning on the weekends. Right. So, we're, so we're comedians trying to be, you know. Comedians. <laughs> you know, 8 a.m., 8 p.m. funny on 10, 10 a.m., all right? Yeah. So uh, it takes a little while, at least for me to warm up. But last night, oh, I'm always hot, Jorge. <laughs> last night I did a show in uh, Modesto. Shout out to um, what was his name? Roman. Roman. Sorry, I know his name. I know his name. <laughs> and he has a great show at the Post in Modesto. It's beautiful. <laughs> like, dude, it's, I was so shocked because it's like a, it looks bigger inside than it does outside. But once you step inside this this building, it's like a it's like a full on like Italian style. Fine dining Fine type dining, style. Uh, stage area with like very great artwork. And I was like, is, is the owner Italian? And they're like, no. They're like, whose idea was to make this Italian theme? So is it Italian bistro? Or is it kind of food that they serve? It was like American food. But still, it's oh. like the atmosphere the vibe was like Italian. Theater, Italian, like neorealism, neo you know? Yeah. And I was like, it was really dope. It was a sold out show, packed crowd. I like how Jorge opens with. Yeah, the place is great, but why are they going with that theme? <laughs> there's, there's no Italians in it. It's like I mean, did they have Italian on the? Well, there's a name called no, it's called the Post. So exactly, yeah, but you got that Italian atmosphere I, I feel. I don't know if I have. Okay. I don't sure, think so. I don't think I. But well, I'm doing Roman show tonight. Right. At the 108. Yeah, at the 108. Yep. Shout out to Roman de Guzman along with Pete Munoz. Pete Munoz. I'm doing. I'm, I'm carpooling with Pete Munoz on Letty and Letty. So and then so we did the show last night and it was packed. It was fun. Corday was there. Then Insane Wayne headline. Everybody killed it. And um, anyway, I love doing Central Valley California shows. I love yeah. Central Valley shows. Yeah. They're there to laugh. They're there to laugh and they're a lot of fun. They go with you. They're a little dirty. They're a little hard to the paint. You know, they don't mind. Yeah. And at first you're like, oh, it's all about white people, conservatives. You know, I don't know. I should tone this down. No, I don't know. A place called Modesto. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and I love Modesto. I mean, I, it's such a good time that afterwards, hella people. Were he got kidnapped. Well, hella people were inviting me and Corday to after parties. You know? 
go here, which go there. And the idea was, oh, yeah, they put, you know, because there's some fried chicks, you know, that might make you like. Okay. And, 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 and we're like, all right, we'll meet you at this place in downtown Modesto. I'm like, all right, let's go. And the plan was for me and Courtney to take separate cars and meet there. But then as I was walking in the parking lot to my car, another car screeches in front of me and, like, stops. And there's another group of people who are in the audience. And like, hey, come up. And these are, like, Mexican, you know, kids, not kids, but, like, you know, my Mexican age. people? Yeah. You could have said people. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of them weren't all Mexican. They were Latino, though. They were Latino. And they're like, hey, you know, comedian, yeah, come with us, come party with us. And you just hopped in the car. All our parents tell us yeah. not to fucking hop in the car with strangers, and you did it. Well, they had Mexican candy. Oh, what is it called? Dulce. Dulce, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, I so walk into my car, they pull up in front of me, it's like, hey, come on. Like, by the way, this car fits five people, and there's already five Mexicans in there. Yeah. And well, I we see. know how Mexicans roll. Right. So. Exactly. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, make room for me. So I was like, fuck. Hey, did it! <laughs> like a champ. Like a champ. Were there women in the car? They were, but, you know, they were taken, and, and one, of the, one of them was a lesbian. <laughs> was that the one that was taken, too? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But was she hot? Because, you know, I'm totally accepting applications. Oh, no! Never mind! <laughs> Never mind! Never mind! <laughs> he did show me the pictures. <laughs> That's so fucking hilarious. Was cool. and I, I was like, and the minute I got into the car and they're driving me randomly in the fucking outskirts of town, that's where I got a little nervous. Like, oh, shit. They're going to fucking chop his body up. They, they could. They could have. The but was, they took you to a fat party, though, right? The chick who was driving, she, like, was speeding. I was not wearing a seatbelt, you know, because I had no seat. <laughs> that's usually a common way to and, die. And then they're all drinking beer. I'm like, oh, fuck. If a cop pulls us over, I'm fucking running into the field. <laughs> I don't want to get caught. <laughs> but no, yeah, they're good people. So they took me to a different place. Uh, and it was, like a, it was a good hangout, you know. And then, But Corday went to downtown. So just you home. got picked up. I got picked up randomly. Yeah. Corday went according to plan. Yeah. And, and drove to, to downtown Modesto. And he hung out with them. And that's where he probably saw Gloria. And so there was another comedy show happening. Oh, uh, that's Gloria's show. We own the laughs. Show, yeah. Uh, show. Yeah, with Tyson with, Paul. With Tyson Paul. Yeah, Gloria was on that Gloria one. Gloria and Taylor Evans. And Cordae's like, oh, shit, I'm with these guys. And I'm like, where are you? I'm like, oh, shit. I'm you're all, the other side of town. No. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. like, Jorge felt like a movie star. Corday is me, me and him did a podcast together, yeah. lit, lit podcast. Yeah, well, so funny. He picked you up. Yeah, but here's the thing. So we're. I love Corday. And the guy, eventually, it's like midnight, and like everybody's leaving, and I'm like, you know what? I just took a lift home. Yeah, you know? I, mean, I took a lift to the car. Yeah. Yeah, I lift back to the post. That's where I left my car. So the people that brought me there, they left. Was dying out, and then I couldn't get a lift. You know, I guess at midnight in Modesto, no lifts are, are available. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna have to walk like to the post, which is like five miles away." Where you got dropped off? Yeah. Why do you get dropped off so far? Yeah. And I was, Were you that drunk? I was pretty late. Okay, I'm surprised you even got that close. <laughs> I was like, hey, 
you still around? He's like, yeah. He's like, can you pick me up? Get a ticket to a guard? And then he came over. Aww. Shout out to Corday. You're the man. He, he didn't have to. He really didn't have to. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. But you weren't that far. You were only five miles away, right? Yeah, well, from from where they took me to the post, yeah, it was, it was like 12 minutes away. Okay. And so then and then he dropped you off your car, and then you drove home, and you you went on your merry way. And then I'm here. Oh, okay. Well, and in the interim of that, yeah. when when Jorge told me, he's like, I felt like a movie star last night. I had an entourage. And I was like, oh, and he told me, he's like, yeah, I, I was on a show with Corday. And I was like, Corday, was it, was it, were you on the show with Gloria? And he was like, no. And then when he said, oh, Corday met up to another place where there was a comedy show going. That made sense because last night Gloria called me and Corday was in the background and I was just like, what the fuck? You guys are on the show together? And they're like, bitch, where are you at? And I was just like, I miss you guys. And she's like, what are you doing? And I, I literally was FaceTime with them and I turned my phone around and it's just the back of my computer. I was working. I was literally working till like 1230, 1 o'clock at night. You should have called you to pick me up then. No, fool. Your, your car's right there. You know what? If you really needed the ride, I seriously would. I that yeah, I would. That's that's I how. So no, you you should you should one hundred percent feel bad because then your best neighbor is picking the worst neighbor up all the way in Modesto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it would totally make sense. Yeah. And then and then I would be like, "Where's your equipment, Jorge?" So well, we can record the fucking podcast all the way fucking drive home, so I can yell at you like your mother. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I, I would do that for any of my homies, like, straight up. Like, if they needed a ride. That's why I, when she called, like, late at night, I fucking picked that shit up. And it was crazy because my phone sets up to shut off at a certain time. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I, I love Gloria. Oh, that's my girl. That's my comedy sis. We started comedy together. So that's my, my sis. I thought she was in She is, but she comes down every now and then to do shows that she's booked on out here. Nice. Yeah, she's a fucking real traveling comic now. I'm all, okay, girl. She's like, yeah, they got my ticket. I was like, what? Okay. Shit. I would love for someone to pay for my ticket to fly, fly me somewhere. I don't even fuck, fuck if it's L.A. <laughs> I was like, fly me to L.A. But I, I'm not I'm not that kind of comic yet. It's okay. Did you do any shows this week so far? Yes. Last night I did. Um, so I started producing my own show again. Well, I have two, right? So I have Foxtail on Sundays. <laughs> I like where he's like, kind of like smiling and cheering and I'll, I'll not really. Yeah. <laughs> first off, first off, fuck your bitch and the click you claim West Side while we ride running quick. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, first off, Jorge also produces the show, okay? And second, and second, yeah, no, and second, and second, I think sometimes our shows fall on the same day, and you have came through, so don't try to act like I haven't booked you, but you have came through and got a set, and you've well, done really well at Foxdale Comedy in Empanadas. Yeah, so fucking what? And you get as much time as you want, but guess what, Jorge? Guess what? You will be booked, especially for Comedy in Empanadas. Because you're Mexican. This is this is what comics do. They make other comics feel like shit <laughs> when they don't get booked. When you know I would book you in a heartbeat. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. You know what? You know who, who knows gives me a hard time? Every fucking person on this planet. <laughs> I know. I know. And you know I love you. You know you know I love you. Dude. But you got shows you're producing now, which is awesome. You're busy. You're staying busy. That's great. Which... Which this is this is the no are you, are you co-producing or are you no this still, one is mine this one's yours. mine it's comedy and empanadas I noticed that when I try to co-produce with people it just doesn't follow through 
Like it just kind of falls apart. You know what? That's very good. That's just my that's, that's, that's just, just my opinion. Too, you really need to be have good chemistry with, with co-producers. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So shout out to Jacob and Alex because they do a great job co-producing with yeah. each other. Um, and I've tried, and I'm still happy to try to help co- with other people to co-produce. Like one hundred percent, I'm down. When you just need to tell me what you need from me. Uh, but when I do it on my own, it's kind of like I do what I want, and it just makes it easier because. Yeah, with me and Faco, like so far, it's been the best co-producing. Oh, see, so I didn't even know you guys were co-producing. <laughs> don't get me wrong, you know, like when I was co-producing with the Blue Lagoon and Santa Cruz, it was great. But when there's you know with five six people involved, you know, things get a little, a little complicated. Right. Well, and that's but, but when it's just you and another person, you know, you streamline. And with me and Faco, it, it definitely helps having two people. Yeah, with two people, with me and Faco, we streamline the. Um, we set each other's strengths and weaknesses, and, and we, we establish roles. And yeah. Like, like, no, just to clarify, I'm not saying that the people that I have co-produced with is wrong or bad. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm just saying is just it no, just isn't it right, just what didn't right. go through. And hey, we'll try again. You, you, you could co-produce with literally the nicest person on the planet. Yeah, it could still be an issue because you know it's just different levels of reliability or different levels of like you know styles and. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, 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 so far you had no love for the co-producers, are you No, I mean, it's, I got in a couple of shows co-producing and then some already got canceled because it wasn't, the, it wasn't the other person or myself. It was like low ticket sales. So it's like, okay, we just postponed this show. So that happens. But with, with back to what I was saying, like I produce a show. One is really, really great now, you know, on Sundays, fucking amazing. There's people come out, people know about it. That's Foxtail. That's Foxtail. And then I what started. Yeah, come check it out. It's beautiful, especially with the showcases that we're planning on doing. We're trying to do like first Sunday showcases. But I did, um, I produced Comedy and Empanadas. And there was only me, Faco, and Danny Lake. So shout out to them for coming out and checking out the room. Yeah, and and which which there's a debate, okay? So when he said, oh yeah, 73. Because we were talking about birthdays, and the owner of the place, his birthday is in March. My birthday is in April, and so is Danny Lake's Danny Lake. His birthday is also in March. He's like, yeah, 73. So I heard he's 73. That's what I heard, right? But when he leaves, but when he leaves, Pedro's like, no, he said he he, he was born 1973. And I was like, nah, 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 bro. If he was born, that means he's only 10 years older than us. And he goes, oh, 10 years older than us. And I was like, if he's only, then he looks hella old. <laughs> That's what I was saying to the owner, Pedro, which now it's a debate. And so me, the wife and his sister were like, nah, he said he's 73. We, we should call up Danny Lake. Yeah, we should call up Danny Lake and be like, Danny, the, there's a, there's a, there's a debate going on on what you said that night. So there's an important question in the comedy yeah, are you 73 or are you born in 1973? I mean, I, I know he's, I can already hear him. He's going to be like, I wish I was born in 1973. I could see him saying that. And it was a great show because it was a really small audience, very, very intimate. But it's such a transition to go to a show like that that I produce, very small. Like, it's still building to uh, S27, which is the room that was ran by Teddy. Now it's ran by Matthew McCarran. And that place was fucking packed. So it was beautiful to see, you know, here's this little room that's building. It was the first night. It did okay. You know, and then people still showed up after. But I killed a mic. Like, if if there's no one there to perform and we've, we've literally exhausted our time, 
I'm not going to torture the, the venue to make stay open. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, well, there's nobody else. I'm like, do you mind if we pull the plug? They're like, no, let's go. Let's go home. Let's get to leave early, you know? And then I find out that comics and, you know, audience members did show up after. And I was telling the owner, he was like, yeah, some people showed up. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, no, fuck them. He's like, they showed up late. He's like, it's cool. We'll do it again next time. This is for Fox No, this is for um, Comedy and Empanadas. The new room just started last night. The first show was last night. It was the open mic, yeah. Oh, it's an open mic. It's an open mic, yeah. But I just call it Comedy and Empanadas, so people just roll through. What what time was it? It it says, go up, go up. No, show up, glow up, which means go up. What time was it on? 6 to 7.30. And people, you waited until 7? Yeah, about a little bit before 7. Nobody showed up. It was like over pretty much, yeah. It, oh, it was over by like 6.45, 6.50. And then after you left, people started coming. Yeah, comedy. yeah. I mean, there's only 30 minutes left of the show. On a Friday. On a Friday, yeah. And I could have stayed. I could have stayed. But it's like, yeah. but, but there's no comics. And I could have kept going, you know what I mean? But at the oh, same oh, time, I, early, 6 to 7.30. Yeah, they so. close at 6. They close at 7 on, um, on, on, on weekdays. They actually close at 6, I believe. And so I said, or 7, and I said, hey, do you mind just staying open for 30 more minutes, you know, just for us to do the show? And he's like, yeah. I mean, and they're even willing to do 8, but I feel like a lot of people are doing stuff at 8, right? And so they can either, A, make it to the show. So a lot of people, I was barking, bro. Like, I had my speaker outside in the street, and I was like, hey, comedy and empanadas. It's on Market Street. It's on Market Street, yeah, and I had and dude, the people were listening, and I have to give a shout out to this guy because he followed me, and he no, he heard me from across the street. He's from Oakland. He's here out here for a convention. He was staying at the, the Hilton right there, and he was there for a convention, and he was like, "Hey, no, 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 whatever it was, this guy was like out there working, and uh, his name is." Chop, Chop Williams. Shout out to Chop Williams. If you're listening, Chop, Chop Chop Williams is what his name his name goes by. He gave me, you know, he gave me his real name. I want to say it was like Jason. No, I want to say it's Jason or something like that. Yeah, Chop, 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 Chop. This is Chop. Well, he followed me. Yeah, and he said, and this is what I valued and appreciate. Yeah, he was out there for a convention. I don't know, but he was out there for a convention. I didn't get too personal. I didn't have time. I was barking. I was barking in the street. Chop, you better fucking come on this podcast. Don't say come. Um, and like, go check Jorge right now because he's questioning. He's questioning yeah, your Instagram, Mister CEO. I mean, he's going to conventions for it, and so I was barking, and he literally ran across the street just to get empanadas. When she says barking, she's not mean literally barking. Yeah, I was. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, thank you for clarifying. Is, is when you're outside and you're trying to get people into the show. So she's out there, you know, be like, hey, come on in, this and that. Um, usually, what's better when you have a microphone on you or, or a speaker, a PA system? Uh, but that's what she means. Which, which I did. Barking. I was barking. I was getting people to come in. That's about yeah. the hustle, you know what I'm saying? That's so awesome. I was out there. I was like, I got there at like 540. And it starts at six. So then I was out there till six to say, hey, come out. And I was talking to people. And it was funny because a lot of people were going to either the opera. They were going to see Hannibal Burris. Was it <laughs> yeah. He was at the improv. Oh. Hannibal Burris was at the improv. Because then people were walking. And I was like, hey, where are you guys going? And they're like, we're going to go see Hannibal Burris. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't check. But these people were walking towards the thing. And I was like, well, if you guys are hungry later, 
come back <laughs> to comedy and empanadas. And I was like, and next time you can pay half the price. Because you know how much tickets are at the improv when they go to the improv, right? I wasn't trying to take business from them either. The show started at 8, you know? So, like, it would have been over by the time they walked over there. Well, to be fair, so. it's been a crazy week for people. I mean, we had snow. Um, it's been a crazy month. year. How about that? Yeah, There's a lot of, a lot of shit going on. Yeah. We had an atmospheric river, and now we had this fucking snow. But I have to say, Asian people are getting put on the map right now because they've been doing some crazy-ass shit. What do you mean? Asian people. Uh, uh, just Asians in general. The snow has them on the map. No, it doesn't. Not the snow. It's just this year. Oh, the, I'm just saying Chinese this year. No. no. Well, now that you say that, yeah, definitely Asians are pretty. No, there's those. There's those uh, Asian. I don't want to clarify which type of Asian because we know what kind of Asian I'm talking about. But there's like shootings that've been going on. There was also that assault. Same ethnic background too, but he's Asian and he was assaulting a vendor right down the street right here, old Bayshore. Oh, that was one of the segments? Yeah. Oh, that's a good segue. I mean, since we're talking about it. But, you know, we were talking about it. It's For been me, a crazy I, I, week. I, I, I was going specific to the vendor attacks, but you, you went to Asian hate. So the- well, yeah, well, that's a good segue because yeah. that's one of the things that's been happening lately. At least, I don't know. And that was one of the arguments that I got one of the comedians. They're like, this is this stuff that's been, that's been happening all this time. And I was like, and I was like, but you know what? It could have been happening, but now it's time for us to put a stop to it because we know it's happening now. It wasn't Wait, getting... What's he complaining about? Saying that, oh, this Asian hate and all the hate crimes that's been happening and these weird weathers, it's been happening. And I'm Wait, like... Is he saying that Asians have been attacking people? Yeah, they're saying that this, there's been a is whole war. Asian? No. Who is he? It's Latino. Latino? Yeah. Well, hold on. The Asian and the Latino community in San Jose... Is, is a thing. Yeah, they don't like each other? Or they like each other? Oh, like uh, okay, yeah. Well, well, here's what it is. The Vietnamese community and the San Jose Latino community are pretty tight, you know, because we, they grew up together. Little side yeah, both minorities. Side, yeah. You know, and at least I've never heard of issues between them. I don't know about you. Um, Filipino also. I've never heard of issues with the Latino community with Filipinos. Have you? Mm-mm. Well, back in high school, there was a lot of, you know, obviously gang-related stuff. But, I mean, as growing up, yeah, no. They kind of stick to themselves. I feel like everyone kind of sticks to themselves. What well, I'm saying, high school doesn't count. Cause... No, but I mean now, even now, like the ethnic cultures, they kind of stick to themselves. Like our generation, we do intermingle. I see I see more Latinos and Asians mixing up in San Jose than I do in other parts of the Bay Area. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I did that show. They had a Mexican and Vietnamese. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and I thought they were Filipino. <laughs> but yeah. We're, we're all incorporated. So, so, so the, we all get along, is so, what you're saying. So, okay. We're, we're, we're going to go to Dicey Waters right now. Oh, no. Me, are you going to want to still be a comedian after this conversation? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but here's what I'm trying to... Here's what, my are you going to hit this bowl? Here's my observation. Yeah. I don't think there's real any real static between the Asian... At least the South Bay, or in general, the Asians and Latino uh, communities. I... I I don't think there's no. I don't think there's an issue However, either. I do think there has been an issue. It's been clearly between the black community and the Asian community. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So what's the deal with that? I don't know, but that's been something that's been known for a while, and and that's why I was saying like 
if it's a known thing and now we're all finding out about it or now it's like, okay, now everybody knows, I think we should address it and we should be more preventative, yeah. right? And I'm not saying preventative, like, go get self-defense. I'm being like preventative, like, we need to find out why this is happening first. And then we can be preventative. Because right now I just feel like people are just attacking people and, you know, the whole Asian hate thing. Quite a lot. So when I was getting my nails done, of course, um, my nail lady was telling me, like, be careful when you eat out at these restaurants because a lot of these restaurants were getting robbed by other ethnic cultures uh, in broad fucking daylight. Where, what time was this? Like in the little Saigon area. Okay. Yeah. And and, and then there's did also she say women. By, by, by Latinos? No, she did not say by Latinos. Who did she say by? Uh, Who was robbing the store? She said they were black. And, 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 and I, and I hate, and I'm not saying that that's what's happening, but there is a lot of African Americans from not necessarily our own city, from other cities coming to San Jose and literally robbing these ladies, which is so sad. And like the stuff I'm seeing on the news, like, like women are getting spit on. And that was one of the things I brought up to the other comic. I was like, that's not okay. He's like, you don't think that's been happening? I'm like, if it is, it's not okay. If it is happening, it's not okay. It's not okay. And and it needs to stop. Well, not that like, not like that, but he's just like, well, what are you going to do about it type of thing? And I'm just like, what I'm going to do about it is I'm going to speak on it because that's not okay. Like, I wish a motherfucker would try and fucking spit at me and fucking try to act like that out of pocket with me. And I don't see it happening out here in the Bay or with me in San Jose. So the incident here, this, this incident happened in New York, this guy spit on this Chinese woman and then he started calling her a monkey and started calling her all these types of insults and then he's like talking shit to the police when he's like who are you you're a fucking meter maid you're a fucking traffic cop what the fuck are you gonna do and she didn't do anything she was just like letting this guy verbally assault this poor lady because she's Asian and then you can just see them kind of like and I can only imagine whether they're tourists not tourists like I can only imagine how that makes a person feel right but here's the thing. Do you think the the, the, uh, the black versus Asian, you know, um, um, issue, do, do you think it was an issue because it is perpetuated um, in, like, media? Yes. Like Asians would harass black customers at their store yes. and stuff like that? Yes, so and that needs that to stop, too. When they see that, they're like, oh, like, all these, these Asians, they think they're racist. They, they always think yeah, and, and then, and then we say the same thing, and not me, me, I'm saying an Asian say the same thing about black people yeah. like oh yeah you know what's interesting? like for example i'm not gonna lie asians are 100 i grew up with 100 percent a lot of racist asians yeah. growing up and, and and they didn't even realize they're like oh, that hold on. Like, there's racist asians there's racist mexicans there's racist black yeah there's racist people. everybody's racist however the difference we're talking about here is someone who's openly aggressive being racist towards other people yeah you know well no see some of them they're not openly aggressive like growing up in high school i remember going to friends' houses and Asian family, Asian mothers would be like, hide the jewelry. I mean, these are fucking kids, you know? And to me, it was, it was like, what the fuck? That's hella racist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so to me, like, and then I'm thinking as a child being, being black. Right. And then hearing that shit like that must fucking put you in a certain kind of spot. And it can do two things. Either a, Oh, they think I'm gonna fucking rob them. Then I'm gonna fucking rob them. Or B, oh, that's fucked up. Like I'm gonna make them think differently. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like those two things are the choose your own adventures, and then it gets picked, right? Now, let me ask you this: Do you, this gonna sound dumb, but there's a reason why I'm going with this. 
Are Asian people people of color? Yes, they're yellow or olive <laughs> or whatever. So, but you, one hundred percent, we're of color. What did you say? A, po- a person of color. A oh, POC. person of color. Oh, is that what POC means? Yeah, oh. I got called that person recently. I didn't like it. So it's not very racist. What did they tell you? You're POC? Yeah. Like, oh, over here, a POC, a pop. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Was but this on a podcast? No, it was like uh, in Palo Alto. On the street? Yeah. No, we're just like among friends. Okay, were they white? Yeah. That's pretty racist then. I feel like it. But that's, that's the woke thing to do. The woke thing is to say, oh, I'm not Mexican or, 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 or black. I'm pop. But why even it? Why even say it? But what do you think? Like in social media, it's not. Oh, okay, it's a fancy word. Or like in Britain, it's like okay. But when you say when you in person, in person verbalized, it sounds racist. Sounds like yeah. Why are you calling me a pop? Especially when the person's white. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all you color too. You a color too, but you white. You know what I'm saying? You call me a fucking beater as opposed to oh. Okay. See, it's the same thing. Like, people can call me flip. People can call me chink, even though I'm not Chinese and I'm not offended. No, it's not. But people, some Filipinos find it offensive. Yeah, they find it offensive. And I'm like... That's just short for Filipino, right? Yeah, I, I, but some people find it offensive. I don't find it offensive. Like I said, they can call me chink. They can call me, you know, whatever they want to call me. Like, I've been called nip. I've been called chink. I've been called um, gook. I've been called all kinds of shit. And I've never... Um, white people, Asians, Asians just saying Asian slurs to each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, so this is Asian, Asian. Okay. it's like Asian, Asian and white people. You know what I mean? Like, oh, ching chong, bitch. And I'm just kind of like, dude, you're Asian too. What the fuck? Now, here's, the thing. Here's, here's why I ask if you consider Asian people of color. Because I have a friend. I do. She's black. And she's like, you know, proud black, you know, all about that. About, you know, is she saying Asians aren't POC? So she's about, you know, she's all about, you know, um, activism. So she's very involved in that. And then I asked, because, I, again, I brought this subject of, like, these, you know, Asians versus black, you know, issues. And she's like, well, well, it's because Asians are white passing. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, Asians are not people of color. I was like, wait a minute. Like, you're mm-hmm. saying that Asians are not people. And she really thought about it, And she does not consider Asians people of color or even, you know, they're considered a privileged uh, class. No, because we were enslaved to come over here too to build the railroads. The Chinese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm saying in Asians, yeah. so that, that they are people of color. So what what designates them people of color? So I'm saying the problem here may be is that the Asians broadly broadly are being classified as not exactly. Oh, and that's what's causing the hate. Yeah. Towards possibly. them. That's my theory. No, I, I. My theory is like, oh, they, they, they're putting up Asians as a plate of people of. Influence, affluence, and, and I can see that. With white people, you know, help that white I can guys see that. Like Asian chicks, I guess, but and so do black guys. So, right. oh, I and keep in mind, like this, on the, uh, when it comes to like on the street, like nobody really gives a shit. People, if you're in Bay Area, people are dating everybody. But I'm just saying, it's how it's perpetuated. 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 Or uh, perceived. In, in the media. Yeah. Oh no! I'm just giving my cat my cat food. I'm getting her cat food here. But so I just find it interesting that this person who's into you know activism, activism and and human rights, and then she's saying that Asians are not yeah they're not POC. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm a little offended offended by that because I think I am a person of color. But you're definitely kind of brown. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, I mean, and I turned even more brown during the summertime. 
Yeah. I used to get really brown. Like I used people used to think I was like Hawaiian and then I'd get hella dark and they're like, Are you Hawaiian? And I'm like, oh, I'm Filipino. Yeah. They're like and then I would get see, and that's another thing. Growing up, I would constantly be argued with about what nationality I am. Do you, can you imagine growing up? I'm sure they're like, No, you're not you're not Mexican. Throughout my life, you're not Filipino. Throughout my life, elementary school, high school, even as an adult, they're like, there's no way. And then now that I look back, yeah, it is kind of offensive because who are you to fucking tell me that I'm not, right? Like, no, you're not. You're not Filipino. Bet, bet, bet. What the fuck, bet? There's a difference how you perceive your identity and there's how other people will perceive you yeah, it's just so stupid. And I think we know we need to break that that stereotype and that whole society thing. Like we need to break that down. I think that'd be a good table talk for black, yeah, or black. Black comedians, Asian comedians. Yeah, and then and knock it out and just duke it out and like really address the situation. It's not a big deal, but I think it's an it's it's definitely a topic that should be addressed. And what no better way to address it with humor? You know what I mean? Because then we can get to the. We can completely dissect the whole thing because right now ours is kind of like, obviously, I'm not person of color, so my opinion's not going to fucking matter. But yours would. <laughs> and I think that would this would be a good. Be a of color? I mean, it doesn't it, it honestly kind of doesn't matter to me, but I, w- I consider myself a person of color. So if I consider myself a person of color and then here's a person saying, no, you're not. Yeah. Now it's a problem yeah. because, again, here here you are telling me what I'm not. Yeah, so mad. No, I'm not mad. It just bothers me that like this is definitely. I sound like you want me to sound like a demon. <laughs> He's like, he likes it. There's smoke kind of coming out of my nose and my ears right now. <laughs> my face is turning red. Um, uh, you heard it here for, first. Jorge likes uh, like women demon. that sounds like demon. Women, demon women. Um, what do you call those? Uh, a succubus. <laughs> yeah, succubus. Um, but. I just, I don't know. I think it needs to be addressed. I'm glad you brought this up because I definitely think it needs to be addressed. I fucking love black people. I love Asian people. Like, well, and I, I think, think we should be unified. That, you know, obviously, you love everybody. Yeah, no, we love everybody. Exactly. Right, Latinos. Make, you know, no. But at the same time, because you brought this, you know, this comedian last night, was, this Latino comedian was telling you that, that what? That the hate has been happening for a long time and, you know, who cares that it's happening now? And I'm just kind of like, uh, we That's should care. And this is why it's still happening. It's because there's people like that with that attitude. Like, it's been happening. So what are we going to do about it? What we're going to do about it is we need to talk about it. Yeah. We need to talk about it. There is a riff in between the black and Asian community. And it's definitely something that needs to be addressed. And now that you point it out, I am going to talk about it. Because I know that racism yeah. still exists, obviously. Yeah. What are they going to do? Don't get canceled. Oh, shut the fuck up. I'm all... See, there we go. This is this is where this is where we need to be more preventative, Jorge. Okay, I'm like, no, I'm not should. doing the episode anymore. No, 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 yeah, no, I think we should talk about it. You, you know, but, which kind of leads to my recent hate crime. I told you about it, right? Or did I say? I'm a... You said you made your own hate crime. Yeah, exactly. But, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it back. Uh, I was re- you committed a hate crime against another Asian person. No, I was involved in a hate crime. Wait. But so, it, I was involved in a hate crime. We, we my, yeah, when I broke my window. And it was really me. It was yeah. me me just hating myself, yeah, breaking my window. That. Yeah. I did say that on the last episode, right? I thought you were kidding. A, yeah, I was kidding. kidding. It is a joke. You're confusing me. I'm just you talking about the hate. <laughs> it's a serious subject. And you're, you're joking around. 
what do you expect, Jorge? We're to save America what do you expect? What do you expect? Okay, I'm just saying this is the type of shit we gotta talk about because I think it's fucking hilarious. Like, what? Well, we don't need more people to hate on me because I'm hating on myself. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of hate crimes, let's talk about these rashes of vendor attacks that have been happening because it's. Last couple weeks. This is what I was talking about. We just went full circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last couple weeks have been a bad week for street vendors, especially here in San Jose. Specifically. Now, I think what started this, I feel, I think the first, oh first my gosh. attack on a vendor, as a recent memory, is the one that happened in Southern California. But the Mexican hot dog vendor. Was it those white bitches? Those, white bitches. those fucking white bitches, those dude. Chicks. Those, did they get in trouble? I hope they got in trouble. Yeah, I want a follow up video on that. Like I know, but I want a follow up video on are those bitches apologizing? No, I, I saw the video, but is there a video of them apologizing? No, no. Yeah, okay. But it's funny because describe the video, so, please. So he, it's annoying. Is that there's a street vendor and he was selling hot dogs. There was these four college chicks. Them bacon wrapped ones. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I didn't get. So the problem started because they thought like she he was overpricing. Which it doesn't fucking matter. Which is seven dollars. It doesn't fucking matter how much. Seven dollars for a, a dog. Who gives dog a fuck? Or a stadium dog, which is bacon wrapped, and you could put, you know. Yeah, I would pay fucking ten dollars for those. Jalapenos, and these bitches have a problem paying seven dollars for that hot dog, but have no problem paying fifteen dollars for avocado toast. Like, get the fuck out of here! Like, so I, that's the context to it. Yeah. So first of all, they were complaining about the price. I didn't even know that. About the price that they had. They're drunk. You put drunk white girls, yeah. drunk girls. Period. So, so, so then they start touching his food. They start throwing his food, and the guys like tell him to please leave him alone, to stay away. And uh, and yeah, so it was, that was kind of kind of crazy, right? Yeah, and and the whole point was they started touching his fucking food, and he was telling them to stop. And then all these ratchetness. Was just started. It started getting worse, and then there was a girl that was also defending him, like pretty much saying like, on the video? "No, not on the video, but supposedly in the, that's not in the video." Pretty much like defending him because I saw one of the follow up because they ended up doing like a fundraiser for this, these vendors or whatever, yeah. and um, yeah, supposedly like one of the girls that was helping with that whole hot dog situation. Um, you fucking dick! You fucking dick! My fucking cat just stepped on my weed. Well, I yeah. <laughs> no, no, my cat stepped on my weed. <laughs> I just grounded up some weed and I put it in a little cardboard thing. And the cat's like walking over while we're recording. And he fucking his foot just went in my fucking fucking bitch. Anyways, so back to the vendor. So right around the corner, this that one happened in Southern California. Got a lot of fucking attention, attention right? And I think they were even tagging like the administrators of the schools that they go to. Oh, those women, those girls... You think they got kicked out? Definitely, they must have. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a follow up. But yeah, I mean, they got their names. They got their, you know, what's so Dude, their Instagram. Yes. Instagram. Oh man, that's the thing about social media. It feels just like Black Mirror. Like they go in for the fucking this is kill. California, where like social media is like currency. Down. I can't fuck with SoCal, dude. Yeah. I just can't. I just can't fuck with SoCal. SoCal. So I think that's the first incident that you know kind of started because then like like literally the next. That week, later that week, there was a San Jose food vendor outside the ACP stadium. You SAP? SAP. That's what I said, right? No, you San- said ACP. I did? I was like, what's that? SAP. 
And then I was like, did this fool just want to say SAP? ACP. Yeah. It's right off of Old Bayshore. Isn't that the one or is this a different one? Oh, this is. Okay, before that one. So then there was a Mexican street vendor outside the Sharks game at the SAP Center, the SAP Arena. And a guy apparently had also had an issue with the price of the hot dog. And, and came back and oh, I saw that one. The street yeah, and then there was girls running after him, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 But I think I was a little Latino guy, though. I think there were still Latino guys coming out of there. Which is kind of crazy. Then leads up to the final one, which is probably the craziest one. It's probably the one you were alluding to about the, the Asian guy who went over and beat up. Yeah, he trashed his his thing. I don't know if he beat him up, but I think he was like threatening him. Yeah, which was a gnarly video to watch because he like he came up, he's like, you know, get out of here. He starts, you know, hitting shit, and then he tries to get in the guy's truck. Remember that? Wait, the guy. (laughs) Bless you. So, so the mechanic guy. Yeah. Tried to get into the truck. No, I didn't. I didn't see that video. What the fuck? Why uh, I'm looking? I'm trying to look up the video with the three. If there was a follow up of the three college chicks, on. yeah, on the vendor. That's what I'm actually trying to look up because you know. But how did you feel when you saw that video of the Asian guy attacking the Mexican vendors? I was like, "What is he doing? Why is he doing that? Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. These people are just trying to make a living. I, I, I don't understand. And that was like I was saying with Asians and sometimes a Latino because also in SoCal there was something similar where this. Asian, I want to say she's Korean. She owns like a laundromat or something like that. And then also a Latino vendor was like pushing his fucking cart. And then she was just like screaming at him saying like, you can't be selling shit here. I'm like, why? Why are Asian people doing that? Was this in Koreatown? I don't know. I want to say it was in SoCal though. I don't know if it's Koreatown. Is there Koreatown in SoCal? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't fuck with LA. I I want to fuck with LA, but when shit like that goes down, I'm like I'd rather stay in my side. I know is that weird? I I don't even like leaving my house anymore. All right, no. I mean I don't like LA for myself. When I did the open mic scene, I just didn't like that. Now if I was getting booked out there, I'd probably love LA. But I don't think so. Is that where the laundromat lady is? If it is, the parking situation is probably over. In Koreatown? Yeah. What, what, what do you mean? It's gnarly over there. It's, it's like, it's always packed. But also, like, I was surprised. There's, like, small strip malls where they have small businesses. And they have valet services. Like, unassuming strip malls with small parking lots. And they have valet services. Where do they park their cars? Exactly. I'm like, what? And, again, I just and is there a there. line? Was there a line for the valet services? Uh, could be. Or did you see a line? I didn't see a line. But okay. I, but I was like, oh, I can't park here. He's like, no, there's only a valet. I'm like, this is like a shopping strip, center. A shopping center. Like, this ain't the mall. What the fuck? Uh, that's weird. That's how bougie LA is, though. Yeah. Where you have valet parking in a strip mall. Yeah. Okay. Was it a bougie strip mall? No. That was not at all. Okay. I just found it funny. Anyway, that is hilarious. So, anyway, they arrested this guy that attacked the, um, the Mexican street vendor. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Like, uh, to, like, uh, I mean, if you have a, a problem with a guy being in your property, you know, call the cops. I don't know why you got to take it in your own hand. Right. But, you know, I don't think you should even call the cops. But, yeah. 
I just don't understand. I feel like the guy was was by the street. He did apologize, though. Did you see that follow-up post? The Asian guy apologized. He, like, wrote a written statement. And his dumbass put his name and his phone number. I'm like, you know how many people are going to fucking text message you? And they posted it. And I was like, you know how many people are going to fucking text message your racist ass? No. I mean, I hope he learned from it. I really do. And, And I hope he's really genuine about, you know feeling bad because i'm sure he's getting so much criticism like yeah. for even saying something stupid like that you haven't read you haven't seen his apology no. i'm gonna i'm gonna look for it so then that way uh we can read it out loud and, and you can hear and then, and then you could already see people attacking him in the comments he's like fuck that fool he doesn't mean it you know and i was like that's that's my cat opening um cabinets here uh but yeah they're still going on him, just like those college students. I mean, I wonder what their life is like, you know, as far as like, are they still in college? You know what I mean? Community college, maybe. Are they? Uh, uh, you think they're? Do you think they're even in community college? I'm pretty sure they're at De Anza now. Oh, De Anza. Yeah. See here, Street De Anza. They went from SoCal all the way to NorCal. So here's 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 the apology. apology yeah, from think- Kenny Ho. His name is Kenny Ho. This is ah, okay. I deeply regret my treatment of the gentleman who set up a vending location outside of my family's okay, auto already. parts store. You know he, fucked up. He, he admits that this was outside yeah. of his property. And he says right here, I cannot explain or justify my actions. But I can say that until Saturday, I've always treated others with the respect and consideration that my family instilled in me. I failed to do this so here. See? You you, you drop it in the comments, Jorge. Whatever you say, I'm going to put it in the comments. There's no way. The way that guy acted, you saw he walked up with the fucking bat. The way he acted, there's no way that before that he was a a good person to other people. I don't think so either. I think he just got got caught up. To get that kind of confidence to fucking be confrontational like that, there's a history there. And not care that you're even being like, you know what I mean, filmed. Like to me, like, I'd be concerned if, if if my attitude was causing someone to record me. Yeah. I'd be concerned. It would be deterrent for sure. You know what I mean? I'd be like, what the fuck? What did I do wrong? Right? But obviously he did something wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I love that this is all going to social media because it's really showing how fucked up humans are. And so I'm not it's not even about race anymore. Like humans are fucked up. Well what's weird about this one that, that kinda hurts is that it's so close to our backyard. It's like it's where we live. Yeah, it's literally. Yeah, it's but literally right like, here. It's down the street from my house. Yeah, that's our like, house. Yeah, it's like our neighbor. Like, your worst neighbor. <laughs> that guy. That's our neighbor. So, so back to the apology. Um, it says uh, he doesn't know. He, he's ashamed of what he did. I also want to convey that my father immigrated to this country oh, to start a family business. Card. More than 44 years ago, the difficulties he endured as an immigrant and his commitment to his family and his business have always inspired me. While I believe vending location violating laws, this full fucking gaslighting and shit. Wait, what did you say? While I believe the vending vi- location violated zoning laws and contributed to other public safety concerns, I regret using the word illegal in reference to these issues. I should have not used a term that would could be misinterpreted or cause pain. My actions were not a reflection of the person I aspire to be and I'm truly sorry to everyone in the community that has been affected by my behavior. Kenny Ho 408-327-1023 
Every day is our privilege to serve you. This is from Intex Auto. Intex Auto Parts. Yeah, of course I'm gonna fucking name the business. Yeah. What the fuck? This guy, this guy's he was out of pocket. What? Oh, what about Filipinos though? Come on, Filipinos, we a little brown. Like, no. Yeah. Well, it's funny because some of the some of the feeds are like, we do not claim him. <laughs> I was like, neither do I. I don't fucking claim him in the Asian community. Out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah, we don't claim we don't claim them. We don't claim them. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was the part of, or that's I guess that's a segment on the whole Asian hate thing and hate crimes. They're happening. Obviously, Asian on people, people on Asian, and. I still think I am a person of color, but if someone wanted to correct me and say, no, you're not, I'd be like, okay, you win. Well, I'm going back to this incident, because I'm still thinking about it, because let's put race out of it for a second. So just hate. Well, what's this guy's issue with another guy selling food outside of his... Well, he's saying what he was doing was illegal, so... But what I'm trying to say, even if it was, like, let's say it's a zoning issue about the food. Wouldn't that attract more customers to Like, if if this... Vendor was blocking his business, you know. I kind of he wasn't though. It was on it was on the outside of the parking lot too. It's like on the. So I feel there's more to the story just, We should go over there. We're they're right down the street. We should both go over there. Kenny, why are you such a hoe? Yeah, we'll go there for like lunch and be like, "Hey, we want to support." I bet you there's a, there's a big ass crowd there. I feel there has to be a history of of, of tension between him and the and the vendor because it's just. It could be like an ongoing thing that they just fucking hate each other and shit. Kind of. I mean, unless this guy straight up hates Mexicans, but I don't know. Which is also a possibility. You should take Mexicans? What do you think? I don't, but I've always thought that Latinos and they're... I always thought that... Okay, when I was younger... Do you think he's Vietnamese or Chinese? I think he could be Chinese. I think he could be Vietnamese, Chinese, or Korean. I think so. Yeah. So, so I don't even know what nationality this guy is, but obviously no one's claiming him right now, which is kind of sad because uh, he fucked up. He fucked up. And once you do say shit like that, like. Yeah. I, I hope the street man, like get us all to know he's okay. Hope his business grows. Well, yeah, and I hope his safety is, I hope he's safe. You know what I mean? Like, even though he caused harm on another person, I think hopefully Who's he can. Yeah, I'm saying I'm, I'm talking about the other guy, the guy attacked. Yeah, no, I'm saying I'm hoping both of them are safe because obviously he's getting backlash too for his his Who Kenny. 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 Oh well, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure he's sure getting back. Yeah, well, and but at the same time, like I wish if Kenny is genuine about how he feels, maybe they can do a collab together. You know what I mean? Like, oh. what are you talking about? This guy straight up assaults with the bat. People change. People change and people learn. People change and people learn. And like I said, I'm trying to encourage people to make peace. Make peace, make love, not war. And if that would be – if if Kenny is genuine, that's what I'm saying. If he's genuine about his apology and how he feels about the Asian community, that's the type of shit that I would want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I I, I think – if Kenny wants to prove something that he actually isn't racist, right? Then that's the type of shit like collab with him and be like, Hey, I will drive you around your jobs for one full day. Well, you know, 
I don't run my shop. You know what I mean? We're going to show people that we're making peace and harmony. But obviously, that's not going to happen. Is he still in jail? Do you know? Do you I don't think so. I don't think so. You get you get you go in jail, you get out pretty quick too. Just saying. Like I'm pretty sure he's back out already on bail. Yeah. Was that the only to- other topic that you're talking about? Because yeah. the hate crime, I'm saying we need to be preventative, Jorge. Preventative. Okay, Sorry, I'm standing up because I was going to get fill my cup of coffee. Look at your coffee. Oh, okay. I'm going to look up. See, we, we can end it on this. It's over already. I don't want it to be over. I'm just kidding. You want it to be over? I said I don't want it to be over. We don't have to. We go a bit longer. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I think that's, that's what I was asking. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to top you off. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. So let's talk about hate crimes. Let's see if there's ways to stop hate crimes. Here, I got a list of how to prevent hate crimes. You ready for this? Okay, let's let's hear it. So this is according to the IACP.org. And Hate Crime in America Policy Summit. So how can we prevent hate crime? The first one here is increase public awareness. So we can kind of do that. Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. Yep. Yep. Then again, it's like, this was interesting because I feel like if everybody does it, it gets kind of annoying. Have you seen that? Like on social media, everybody's posting their hot takes about the latest big crime. Okay. And they're like, okay, I've seen this. So it's like trending. Yeah. yeah. If it's too virtual signally and trendy, it's like a little annoying to me. Well, I mean, but if, if hate's happening, I think it needs to be addressed well, until. Difference. If it's happening in our town, like I, I feel like we have more say so, you know, that, that's that with more weight. Right. But if it's just, if we're always commenting on every hate crime that happens in the world, it's like a little, it's like. It's excessive. Right, 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 right. Well, the goal is to, to for the public community to address it, to be preventative in our community, because obviously we can't save the world, but we can save our community. Right. So exactly. talk program. about it, you know, talk about it. If it's happening in your area, report it. You know what I mean? All right. This one says the next step is create a multidisciplinary planning process as to develop coordinated approaches to prevent and respond to hate crime. I hate when they get something like that. That's such. That's very technical. It sounds like. So, like a class to teach people and how, like, if someone's doing a hate crime towards you, how to prevent the situation or avoid or deflect the situation. That's what it sounds like. Okay, I'm going to get to it. It's saying that to elaborate on this. it includes representatives of business, religious institutions, advocacy groups, public, private, school, colleges, respectively. Okay, so it's not so bad. So it's it's, much, it's asking for community leaders to to you know speak on this. Okay, so people who are like known, yeah, yeah, like, you know, local community theater. yeah. Which the local community leaders makes sense yeah. why there's more hate crimes happening because ever since fucking Trump, right, yeah. did that. Let's let's fucking rush the capitals, right? Uh-huh. Like he did some secret fucking code, and then all the fucking raw boys, whatever you want to call them, fuck boys. The ex is QAnon. <laughs> yeah, I guess whatever. I don't even know what that means. I remember being on a podcast and someone yes. was talking about. It. I don't even know. What? Not think about it. Where were you on Genesis? I don't know, but I heard some of my family members were there at the <laughs> Sacramento one, and I was like, "What the fuck?" The Sacramento one got- yeah, the Sacra- our capital in in Sacramento. in Sacramento was also raided the same day. Really? The, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't know that. No, there was a group of Filipinos, but not by Filipinos. Yeah, no, there was another group of. Yeah, I know some people. Yeah, I was like, what the? What? The- we do not claim them. <laughs> so I heard a couple of my family members were there, like with signs and shit. No, they didn't. But I was just like. 
signs. Yeah, with signs. They didn't storm no, they didn't storm, but they might as well have. And why would you even tell anybody that you did that? Like, why? On social media? I don't know if it was told on social media, but I just found out from a from family members, like, dude, you know what my parents did? I was like, what the fuck? Why would your parents do that? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, fuck. So, um, yes, getting a person who is of authority or is a leader would be good to, to prevent and educate people on the hate crime instead of encouraging it. Create local human rights commissions or other forums to promote community harmony and stability. Yeah, we should do that. So pretty much all citizens should be encouraged to talk about the differences and commonalities and to share their visions of safe and healthy communities. Yeah, we should have more public events. <laughs> so like the sofa market is happening, right? It'd be cool to have a booth there to like educate people and encourage people like let's stop the hate. You know what I mean? Give away stickers. Labeling things like that, like, oh, we're going to educate you. I don't like. Okay, maybe not educate. It's more like, hey, let me share you our story. Then. Hey, check out this historic, you know, how the Asians, you know, Silicon Valley story. Then you can say it that way. But but you know, some people, you know, the little two Florida are like, hey. Like a Mormon. Like, hey. Let me tell you more about God, like when they do shit no, like that. It's more, it's more, how can I say this? That's kind of similar, though. It's more like condescending. Okay, well, maybe not educate you. Let me, let, let me share you my experience in Asian hate so we can be preventative and we can be more aware. Because let's be real. A lot of this stuff that's happening on social media, a lot of times people around are not doing anything yeah. except recording. Yeah. Well, sometimes you get those... I don't know. I don't even care about the views. Like, I just want people to stop hating each other and, like, abusing each other. Like, if everybody casts me videotaping a hate crime, I, I'll stop it. But I need those and then I'm going to record Jorge recording the hate crime <laughs> 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 instead of fucking helping. I, I, need, I need the followers. All right, yeah. BX. My comedy yeah. has to grow. <laughs> um, should be here to talk about the difference in commonalities. I guess, but without, you know. That's pretty much some like kumbaya. Talk about, about it. That, Let's kumbaya and talk about it. Yeah, but some people get sensitive when you talk about those differences. And I don't know. Okay, next one. Focus public attention on issues of prejudice, intolerance, and the ways that hate crime affects community vitality and safety. You know what that means? No, I don't know. It's too much. I went over my head. I think it was too much. <laughs> Being safe during hate crimes. Oh, no. People say, fuck the police, dude. But if there's unity between the community and the police, maybe it might be a little bit different. Develop public information to promote values of tolerance and social equality. Yeah, saying that everyone's equal. Okay. So, in a nutshell, it's pretty much talk about it. Have an authoritative figure help you talk about it and um okay i'm gonna retract my statement and say not educate people um i'm gonna say we need to encourage people to share their stories and help and i bet you a white person wrote that does it say there's an art there should be a name with that article and and i think and i think no name name. well that's lame what's the name of the website that you're looking this at it's a good one it's an organization 
Um, but I'm looking through it. It's all the same thing. It's just saying educate and also have um, events and stuff. Agency involved. That, well, that, that's what I was saying. If if people say fuck the police, and if we can get the police involved in the community, yeah. then it would make sense to have everyone involved in the community. Because right now, I feel like everyone's like, fuck the police, you know? Here's my idea of how we could um, take... Let us hear your idea, Jorge. What is your idea? Racial divide and hate crime. It is more city... And are you saying together or as individuals? Because I feel like together. Okay, yeah, no, I agree. No, I, I well, isn't cultural month or something like that? Culture month or something like that happening? Or? I don't know, but what I'm trying to make is people get out of your houses, get out of your bubbles, get out of your comfort zones. Go, go, and go, go to that, you know, Japan Town Festival, Uban Festival. Go to that Indian Festival. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. The Black History Month. Yeah. Which it is Black History Month. You should attend other cultures, festivals. 100%. And you'd be surprised. It's more inclusive than you think. Yeah. If you're like, oh, it's just for Indian people. It's like, no, I'm sure it's open to everybody. You should go check it out. Because once you celebrate with them, you you would, I think, get a better understanding of other people's cultures and, and similarities to yourself. And I think in a very constructive and positive way. Because having to sit down in a conversation, I think in theory it's great, but you know, a lot, a lot of sensitive subjects could come up. Could come up, and if you're if you, if you don't have the fortitude to deal with it, I've seen those conversations go sideways. Well, and I think uh, that's a great way to encourage us, Jorge. We're using our platform. Us? Yeah, us, our platform, your worst neighbors to get to the next event. So if there's any events where they're having culture parties, they should invite us because I think, no, invite both of us because obviously we're dope as fuck. And um, I think we should encourage people to show that uh, ethnic cultures can get along. A a person, a POC and a person not POC can get along (laughs) because, you know, I'm, I'm... Okay. So that, as a callback. This, this this. So bad, but, you know what I thought? I thought that me and you should, um, should reenact the, the Asian guy attacking the Mexican oh, vendor. That'd be you fucking hilarious. That'd be fucking hilarious. We'll make a PSA. Yeah. Where, where it's like, That's fucking know, hilarious. Yeah. I know. They're going to be like, That's not funny. That's not funny. I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and then, you know, obviously I'm going to go drive away your truck. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm actually going to get away. Yeah. And don't get very far. Yeah, and then and then I get robbed after I crash it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like Yeah. Well, I mean, there, like I said, speaking of the Asian hate, did you hear about the the girl that was jumped for in Pennsylvania? I believe it's Pennsylvania. For, for having braids in her hair. A black chick with braids got jumped. No, Asian chick got Asian jumped chick. by black girls for having braids. For having braids in her hair. You sure for nothing else? No, this and and supposedly this is man. happening in those communities. Yes. Maybe it is because like, she stole her man, but I doubt it. Like based on what they were saying and what she. It's very interesting how people get very in- territorial about. Look at you on. 
about, you know, reducing, you know, cultural, cult, what's the word I'm looking for? Was it cultural appropriation? Yeah, culture, culturally, culturally appropriate? You know what I'm talking about? Where people feel like people are, are, are stealing their, uh, not stealing, but they're using their culture. Well, I don't know. To make excuses for their to actions? Beat up somebody. But like, I don't, know, I don't know this case. I don't know what the situation is, to be honest with you. So I don't have much to say. But if it is true that they, they beat her up just because she had braids and she was Asian, that's fucked up. I mean, it is. It is. And I think, again, we need to be more preventative and try to understand why this is happening. Because we don't know what's going on, right? We, we don't know what's causing and triggering the, this hate. And I, and I 100% think that we need to identify it first. And then once we're able to identify it, then we can kind of get, you know, past it. You know, or learn from it and then be kumbaya. Or is it never going to stop? I don't fucking know. Let me ask you this. I don't so know. We're talking, about, we're talking about identifying and this and that. Do you really think the issue is really racism or do you think there's something more to it? What I mean by that is that at first glance it looks like racism. <laughs> but what if there's more? I don't know. Like, for example, this Kenny Hill guy. I feel there's more to it. Like, like, do you think Kenny Hope would be... They like, had a previous... Engage, like, do you think Kenny Hope would act the same way if the street vendor was Asian? No. So you think it, it is racially motivated? Yeah. I mean, if it was own people, maybe. I don't know. I feel like, you know... I feel like... Because usually, I feel... It shouldn't be that way, but I 100% feel like it is. You know? So here, this was in... Puyallup, uh, Washington, a female Asian teenager considered suicide after she was beaten by classmates at Glacier View Junior High School in Puyallup last Friday. In the video, the five African-American girls trapped the 14-year-old victim in a bathroom stall and continuously taunt her before beating her up. I just feel someone pull me up from my hair, explain the little the young girl, and start swinging at my face. According to these girls, Asian girls should not, could not, or shan't wear box braids and cornrows. Or whatever they feel is inappropriate. So she pretty much got jumped because of that. And the sad part is, the only reason why it's even surfacing is because the poor girl tried to kill herself. And her dad caught her. And saved her. So it's like... And and that was one of the things that the comic brought up last night. He's like, you know what? These Everyone's always blaming music or blaming, you know, um, other children. Other children... You know, for for their kids killing themselves or for bullying or whatever. And I think it starts, one, with the parents, obviously. Like, you know what I mean? They need to be prevented. They need to be finding out what's going on in their kids' lives. Because mental health, I I can't stress you enough, is one of my biggest things. And that's why I'm trying to become the biggest advocate. Because it is a real thing. People are literally killing themselves over what's happening with society. One, it's all here, right? Like, they just can't control what they're thinking. And this poor 14-year-old girl is now getting, you know what I mean? Now she's dealing, I'm sure she's getting a lot of heat, too, saying, like, well, you shouldn't be wearing braids because that is some of the conversations that's happening in these comments. Well, they shouldn't be wearing this stuff, you know? Why do these other girls feel like they need to be up for it? For me, that's an issue. That's an issue, 100%. That's the root of it. Why are we encouraging people? confront somebody violently. I mean, if, she, if they call them out for everyone braids, I mean, I think it's a problem, but it's still in a non-violent way. It's preferable as opposed to, like, you know, being her up for it. Yeah, no, I don't think people should get beaten up for what they wear. Right. 
or so, how they look. So I think we should look into the, the, the women who beat her up and be like, hey, what's happening? Why, why did you feel like you need to beat her up? Like, what's the point? Of right. Well, I mean, these are children, right? Well, and that's the thing I want to bring up is that a lot of racial, I feel, a lot of racist it's taught. Uh, uh, um, confrontation are among young people. Well, yeah, and it's taught. Because it starts at home. And you're dumb. You don't know what you're doing. You're regurgitating other people's That's shit. what I was saying. It starts with the parents. So I feel... Or lack of parenting. Yeah. So, I don't know. Because if my kid ever said something that was, like, out of pocket and, like, I found out that, like, my kid got jumped, you know what I mean? Your kid is, is Mexican and Filipino, right? Yes. So she's Asian She is... Filipino. Is she POC? I mean, she's half a POC then, right? <laughs> I mean, right? Like, well, she's, she's Filipino... Mexican and Portuguese. Do, do, do you feel like they, they, um, they skewer towards one side or the other? Oh, yeah, 100%. Because my oldest, a lot of people think she's white or mixed, right? Because she looks... Oh, white? Yeah, because she, she's light light skin color. Her color's light. Her hair's light. She has different color eyes. So a lot of people think she's just straight up white. And she's like, I'm not. I'm mixed. My youngest, she hella looks Filipino. And then they're like, oh, you're Asian for sure. But do you see your, your girls, like, are, are they, like, gravitating towards one... No, I think other. I don't think they're gravitating towards one, but are they picking up both Spanish and Tagalog or neither? Uh, they pick up a little bit, both? uh, more Tagalog if anything, because we, I mean, I don't necessarily speak it, but it's still spoken in the household. We know with my parents and stuff, but they don't speak Spanish at all. If they're speaking Spanish, it's because they're learning it in class, like they they're taking a Spanish class. Yeah. And I don't, I wouldn't say they're leaning more towards one than the other. But what I what they tell me when they come home from school sometimes is that certain kids will like argue with them and be like no you're not mexican so it's like it's like repeating itself right where they're raising like confused they're they're growing up confused like well then what nationality am i and i'm like you're mixed and there's nothing wrong with that i mean i'm mixed i'm part chinese you know what i mean but who gives a fuck you know and then my kids are now mixed and then again society is telling them that they're not who they are because they're kids they're young dumb and stupid well you brought up good attention i think these divisional Ideals are coming from, or are they perpetuating the most in schools when they're young? Yeah, and that's where they, you know, and, and when you, I don't know, people, kids are dumb. I was dumb. I know, but you know? I was so, raised not to touch people. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, keep my hands to my motherfucking self. Yeah, no, I was I was raised to keep my hands to myself. You know what I mean? Unless I have to defend myself, then that's a different story. But keep your hands to myself. I'm going to be 40 next year. I have never been in an altercation. Once, actually, I have. But it was the opposite sex. But I've never been in an altercation with another woman. You, you know what I mean? I've never fought another chick in my life. And I'm about to be four. Yeah, I definitely want to. And I wanted to when I was 21. When, when I was 18. When I was 18. Right before I hit 18. Right before I hit 21. I was like, I would love to get in a fight with the chick. Just to see where I stand as a fighter. You know? But I never did. Because obviously this mouthpiece gets me out of fights. Or never prevents me from fights. I'm not saying you hate them. But if you had to choose someone to fight in the Bay Area comedy community, who would you fight? Um, I would not fight anybody. No, but you had to. No. Gun to my head, yeah. shoot me in the fucking no. head. <laughs> no, that, that eliminated that. We can eliminate that because I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say that I. I I'm, not, I'm not saying you hate them. No. You love this person, but if you think you have a good chance on a fight, who would it be? Male or female? It, first off, okay, I'm not gonna say who because I would not fight anyone in the community. But if I had to choose, I would fight a male, not a female. Who, who do you fight? 
Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say because if I can go 40 years of my life and not get in a fight, I can go next 40 years of my life and not have to decide on who I fight because I, I'm, I'm not a fighter. <laughs> I like Jorge's like you ask me ask me who I want to fight ask me who I want to fight <laughs> who? I think me and Todd will put up a good fight we're, we're kind of equal I feel but you made a good point if someone were to pay me like if they were like you're going to be on pay-per-view who would you fight that's what I'm saying then that's a different story I mean I don't know who I, I would want to take it to the audience who do you want to see me fight I don't, I don't I can't pick I because I I don't condone violence so I can't pick I can't choose who I'll to fight okay go ahead pick for me I would take Leslie down though <laughs> Leslie's not a fighter either like a mud like mud what do you think, what do you call that mud wrestling when they used to fight back in the days yeah. right <laughs> dude we could organize something like that yeah. that'd be a, yeah between comics female and male yeah. <laughs> dude that'd be a good summer show Natalie Starr? No, Natalie Vanessa. Oh, Natalie Starr. <laughs> <laughs> She'll stab you. Yeah. I was like, wait, Natalie Vanessa. Oh, is this yeah. the comic with two first names? Yeah, or two, two first names. I don't think I have. She's great. She's awesome. Natalie Vanessa. Yeah. Wait, I, what does she go by? Did she go by Natalie? Both. both. Oh, okay. I have to. I have to meet. I have to meet her. See, I love meeting female comedians. I'm gonna make you fight equal. Why would you even say that? Don't I'm just saying. I'm, I'm <laughs> like, saying. You to fight, I think. We're saying we're, we're equal size. Now, if you were to fight a man in the, in the comedy career. Yeah, who would you? You know, you know who I would. Would <laughs> I would break Jacob Contreras in half. <laughs> Is he? Ooh, that sounds kind of hot. <laughs> I was like, Jacob, I'll wrestle you. <laughs> Skinny comic. Yeah, I mean he's a smaller build. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, you know who is who I was just gonna who I was gonna bring up that I wouldn't mind fighting Kike. <laughs> but, yeah, because I'm like he's a smaller build, so I could probably take him down. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't seen him in a while. I have you seen him? I haven't seen him. Oh, is that where he's at? Okay, that's probably why. Is he, is he still doing comedy? Okay. Okay. Kike was funny. He's fucking. I remember when he first hit the scene. I was like, "Who the fuck? Where did this guy crawl out of?" Yeah. And that'd be a pretty good match. Jacob, I would. I would. I think Jacob would take me if he's wrestler. Jacob. Is it a guy or a girl? A girl. Drea. You say Kike. She would fucking murder him, dude. Her legs and fingers alone would like fucking murder Kike. Like that's fucking hilarious. Dude, do we fight with our fists or do we fight with our words, though? <laughs> I'd be a bitch then. I wouldn't even be. A, I couldn't even be part of the club because I would not fight. Which I love that movie, by the way. Fight Club was a really good movie. Like, one first rule. We don't talk about Fight Club. So here he fucked it up. First rule of comedy Fight Club. 
<laughs> we do talk about it in hopes that it it gets aggressive and we actually physically fight each other. <laughs> uh, that was, this is this is this was funny. This was a good episode. We we touched on hate. We touched on no love at all. How much time was that? Oh, okay. We're inching our way. Don't say inching. I hope it was a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. Except the dead air. I blame that on Jorge. He's like, I'll edit it. No, you won't. He never does. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. It's like literally 10 seconds. No one's going to fucking care. No one's even going to probably listen. They probably listen to the beginning and then they listen to the end. I got a new follower that follows you. By the way. Yeah. They follow you already. They follow me. So I'm assuming it's from the podcast. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, my family members like you. They've met you. So I should bring you out to a, a family party. Yeah, so I can be cultural and I, I, yeah. so I can join my POC. Oh, am I in? Am I in? You're in the game. Por vida. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even really listen because of you. They're like, let's let's hear this bitch talk shit about Jorge Costanza. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, thank you for posting that uh, picture on the podcast. I thought it was fucking hilarious. It's these terrible cropping. Yeah, I gotta I gotta post an updated one because we're totally Jorge and Elaine, like George and Elaine. It was it's fucking on point, right on the head. Can we do that for Halloween? We have to do that for Halloween. Yeah, and I'll invite you to my family's party. You invite me to your family's party, and then yeah. we're gonna be. Oh my god, I'm gonna murder Jorge. <laughs> <laughs> next, next episode of your worst neighbor. It's just one neighbor now. <laughs> or I can be voices for both of us. <laughs> they wouldn't even notice. Oh my god, she's gonna invite me to one of his party, and really, we're getting married. I'm not even getting jumped. Oh my god! I do. I'm trying to be the Guinness World Record of most divorces. <laughs> we're straight up. That's straight up what's gonna happen. Oh, I filed mine already. I'm waiting for that money. No, I finally started seeing someone. Yeah, I could. I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, tax people. <laughs> I have a Mexican tax guy on the east side. Uh, uh, place, I don't know. Is it off a story? Yeah. Is it on a two-story building? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one's a two-story building. And this is... Oh. Oh, already right, mine's better. Just kidding. <laughs> um, by the way, so for the followers and listeners, thank you for listening in. Thank you for sticking with us. We're like, what? This is our ninth episode. Yeah. I don't know. I so can't keep track. Yeah. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. Tell us what you want to hear. Do you get feedback? Is that how you know people are listening? Yes. So feedback, you can email us at yourworstneighborspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at yourworstneighborspodcast on IG. What's up? Wait, so are you getting the feedback on the emails on the Instagram or is this in person? Because how do you know they – oh, so they're like, we like PX. Yeah. When are you going to marry her? Yeah. Oh yeah, we couldn't touch. You couldn't touch base. What? Shout out to Primo. Orale, say. <laughs> I love that. The, the, that's good because my family doesn't listen, so it's fine. 
Yeah. I think I've lost some family members through other since this podcast. So. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no, they just don't listen to the podcast. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, they don't think we're POC. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know it wasn't you. I wasn't you. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Though. Who said it? It was about that, you know, equality life, but yet they didn't see the Jesus person. I just want to point. Anyway, but yeah, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. If you have any hate crimes, let us know. I want to. Yeah, we want to hear people's stories for sure. And if it's a funny hate crime, even better. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some there's some crazy. Actually, I don't know if If you're the person committing hate crimes. Um. Yes. (laughs) You can be anonymous. We want to hear both sides, right? Like, why yeah. do you hate? <laughs> you know? Yeah, this is, well, I think, it's a good topic. We, we, we do need to realize, why are they even hating in the first place? Yeah, this is, this is valid. Because I don't. I love everybody. So, yeah. yeah. So, and on top of that, um, follow us on, on Instagram at Towards Neighbors Podcast. You can follow me personally at Jorge M. Sanchez for any upcoming shows. I can't think of any shows coming up. Just random. Probably at the top of your head. Yeah. Second weekend. No. So, oh, that's right. Because Melanie's taking a vacation. First week of Branham, the first Sunday of March, I'm, I'm doing that show. And I don't think I'm booked that one. Wait, first Sunday of March, what show? Branham. Oh, Branham. Branham, San Jose. Okay. It's a fun show. It should come out. So far, I've booked the headliner. How about, so you're not booked next Friday with me at Comedy and Empanadas? Oh, no, you're booked. You're on my showcase. Yeah. <laughs> you guys heard it here first, so you can stop hearing you fucking bitch about it. <laughs> you heard it here first, and your your worst neighbor's podcast. <laughs> I love it when you call me Big Pop, but. We're going to have a different podcast by the time we circle back. <laughs> he'll have a good excuse. Well, he'll be uh, he'll be there next Friday. We have our, our Comedy and Empanadas. It's a book showcase, so you can catch us there. And if you don't see him there, then we know why. <laughs> um, I'm going to be... It was, some of them are happening. Uh, I'm going to be at Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas at the V Theater. So be sure to check me out sometime next week. I think that might be Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. I don't know what day. So I'll be in Vegas next week and then coming back comedy and empanadas next Friday. I am. No, just from Sunday to Wednesday. I'm in Vegas. And then Wednesday. Oh, shit. shit that's, it's, March is Women's uh, History Month. So starting March 1st, I'm actually going to be hosting the caravan. Uh, not for that one evening. Just that one evening I'm hosting the caravan for women's, uh, which I want to kind of promote Women's History Month. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of dope to open up. Yes, I come back on Wednesday. Guys, if you're single, mm. go to those women's comedy. Yeah, comedy shows, yes. man. It's good. Uh, you learn a lot of tips. Roasted, but, you know, yeah, and if you're job. single, go. Definitely go because a lot of these women are single. So. A lot of comedy women are single. Yeah, or divorced or you know whatever. But there's a lot of them that are single. So. Awesome. Subject for next episode. Yay! You heard it here first. Your worst neighbor. They can find me on PX Comedy. PX Comedy. All right, well, this is your Worst Neighbors Podcast. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for tuning in. You have a great rest of your week. Bye.